When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. McFarlane, McFarlane Energy, thank you so much for sponsoring the Bradfoe Show. And this is one where you're going to want a Bradfoe Show on the go because we're in Houston where all the action took place. All the action took place on trade deadline eve, and trade deadline eve was nuts. It was absolutely kooky. Can't imagine what trade deadline the actual day is going to be like. When you listen to this, you'll probably know. But still, let, let me just recap trade deadline eve. It was wacky. It was nuts. It was crazy. It was, uh, man, it was unbelievable. You know, where you have uh, obviously the anticipation of everything, the, the trade deadline. But then the whole Christian Vasquez scenario. Now, let me just say this because I don't want to forget this. Christian Vasquez, covering him, I said this on the broadcast He's a genuine guy. I like covering – my favorite guys are genuine guys, and Christian Vasquez was a genuine guy. There's nothing phony about him. He was very honest, I felt, in his interview. When he felt sexy, he said, I feel sexy. You know, he was usually said something that was within the quotes, within the conversation with the media. It was honesty, almost too much honesty sometimes, but honesty. He was a ge- he is a genuine guy. I really enjoyed covering him. Saw the maturation of him as a player this year. I thought he'd take a huge, huge step forward. Good for him. I mean, good for him. He's going to make some money in the free agent class. Good for him. So we knew that this was a possibility of him traded. He didn't want to be traded. Family didn't want to go anywhere. This is this reality of life. Now, how this all went down. So what happened was we're out at the field. We're waiting for Alex Cora to do the media session. So finally, Cora comes out, out to the dugout. Uh, two minutes and 32 seconds. That's how long Cora was. By far the shortest media session there was. There's some vagueness about Wednesday starter, Rich Hill, Brian Bayo. Really didn't ask about Vasquez. Asked about general thing about trade deadline. Sale, Paxson, boom, 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 done. Go out to batting practice. Guy behind the dugout yelling, Christian Vasquez, Christian Vasquez. You know, so I'm in, that's in my head. Like he's yelling, Christian Vasquez. So I know Vasquez is out there. Then, sure enough, boom, there's Jeff Passon's report that the Red Sox were on the verge, pretty much had agreed to a trade with the Houston Astros for Vasquez. Uh, we later came to know that was for minor league prospects in Emmanuel Valdez and Villier oh, Abreu. Or will you abrade you? Whatever you want to say. We'll look, get to know them a little bit better. That's not what the story is about. You get two minor leaguers for Christian Vasquez. So now we see that report comes out. Look over. There's Vasquez heading in the cage. I'm like, what is going on? What is happening? And walk over, take video. Here he is two seconds ago. Here's a report. Here's Christian Vasquez hitting in the cage. It, it couldn't. I couldn't imagine that he didn't know. Like he, that, that nobody knew. That no one was talking to him. Typically, someone will go up to him and say, you know, hey, listen, this report just came out. You want may want to give a heads up. Nobody, nobody was saying anything to him. Finally, he sort of drifts off to the side of the cage. 
Now he's talking to Bogarts, and Bogarts seems to tell him something. Then you see a couple other people gathering around. I think Carlos Fabulous and then Ploiecki, Kevin Ploiecki came over, gave him sort of a hug, uh, you know, headlock type of thing. So now it seems like Vasquez knows. So he, he it seems like he knows now. And now he leaves that batting cage area, goes out to shortstop where Bogarts had gone out. Now he stands out there with Bogarts a little bit. Finally, batting practice ends. So now he's going to come back. So now all the media knows this. And now there's more certainty. It's basically reported that the deal's done. So Vasquez comes in and he's met with the media. He's asked one question. I mean, tons of media around him. He just says something along the line. It's a business uh, and next thing you know, Red Sox media uh, relations personnel pulls them or or guides them out into the dugout. Last time we ever saw Christian Vasquez in a Red Sox uniform, ironically, walks right by the helmet rack. That's where his helmet was, stayed for a while, number seven, boom. But that's the last we saw of Christian Vasquez. That's it, in a Red Sox uniform. That was it. It was bizarre. Now... One thing, a couple of things that you should know. As far as I know, there were no front office representatives at the park in Houston, which is semi-understandable because it's trade deadline and everyone's back, but not really understandable. There should have been someone there. Um, and really, Dave Dombrowski was the extreme of, of the opposite of that, where when he had a trade deadline on the road, he took the entire front office with him. There was a, a trade deadline in Anaheim. Everyone, I mean, they had, they had like 10 guys in one booth watching the game that day. I mean, he had everybody, he brought everybody with him. And the importance of that was exactly what we saw right there. Or so, part of the importance, which is communicating to the player. Now, in this case, it was Cora, Alex Cora, who had communicated to him before batting practice, which is what we came to find out later. So Alex Cora evidently just told Christian Vasquez, said, hey, listen, you know, this is going down. Uh, and Christian Vasquez asked to take batting practice. So when we saw him out at batting practice, he had a pretty good idea. Now, the other players, as you're going to hear from the other players, they didn't seem to have a great idea of it. J.D. Martinez, Nathan Avaldi, Kevin Ploiecki. But Vasquez did. He asked to go out to do batting practice one last time, and Cora let him. So Cora was the one communicating with him. Oh, man. So all this stuff. So at the end of the day, Vasquez is traded for two minor leaguers. Red Sox trade for Tommy Pham, outfielder, for a player to be named later. Red Sox trade Jake Diekman for Reese McGuire, catcher, to sort of replace. Like, Pham and McGuire, they're, they're stopgaps, okay? They're not like, they're not, there's nothing about them that suggests you are going for it. There's nothing to suggest that, nothing, okay? They're, they're major league players, but they're not going to be the guys who are going to put you over the top. They're going to push you forward. Now, so Ohio Bloom now talks in the sixth inning on Zoom with the media and just keeps saying, you know, the puzzle is incomplete. The puzzle is incomplete. As I wrote on WEI.com today, said, well, okay, this is your defining moment. If the puzzle is not complete, if you are truly going for it, then let's see what you're going to do. If you trade J.D. Martinez and or Nathan Avaldi, 
then you aren't going for it. I can't imagine a scenario where you're able to replace those two guys and what they bring in their skill sets and their positions and suggest that you're going for it. Anyway, we're going to find that out. But this this whole Christian Vasquez thing, I mean, this is clearly in that clubhouse, it stung, man. It was a punch to the gut where you had less of, well, we'll see, we'll see. Now it was... You know, as Plucky said, hears or says, you're gonna hear. He's like, you know, we just gotta get through five o'clock, man. We gotta figure out what's going on. We gotta figure out what's what. And so now the Red Sox go out and win. They beat the Astros. Evaldi pitches really well. His fastball finally crept up to 96 after starting the game at 93, 94. There were signs of life. So that the the not even the consensus, almost to a man in that clubhouse. The feeling is this, that they are talented enough, especially if when they get guys back, to compete. They, are, they want to compete. They want to go for it. But at the same time, they've never – I walked out of there. They, they've never been more uncertain about what's going to do. They have no idea. I think that they are taken aback. I mean, I'll give them credit for going out and beating the Astros. That was a step in the right direction. Now they don't have to play a game before the deadline. They're going to find out one way or the other. But, you know, it is – I mean, they said it. It's a it's a bizarre time, bizarre time. So there you go. That's all the stuff from Houston. Really, you know, we're, the big podcast probably will be after the trade deadline. We'll, fi- we'll define exactly what this team is going forward, what Bloom did going forward, all of that. But, you know, I want to give you something in the meantime. So – Finish things off here. Here's three players giving their perspective on the whole Vasquez thing. Uh, first one's JD Martinez. Second one's Nathan Avaldi, and the third one is when I talk to Kevin Plawecki. So um, you'll hear their perspective of it. I think it's worth it. Subscribe, rate, follow, listen, all of it. Thank you so much for all your support of the Bradford Show. Appreciate it with Coop going to be with me, Courtney, all the, the whole crew. The whole crew will be back. We're going to have guests throughout the week. But once again, I felt like this was important to get this one out. So, all right, enjoy these interviews. Once again, J.D. Martinez, Nathan Avaldi, Kevin Plawecki. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. What are your thoughts on kind of all that going on? Um, it's crazy. It's, you know, it's Fun time to be a fan, you know. Kind of a mixed mixed feelings if you're a player. Um, but you know, it's been great playing with him. He's been an unbelievable teammate. Uh, probably one of my favorite teammates I've you know played with. Uh, he's a great, you know, just all around person in general. You know, great follower of Christ. Great every get everything. You know, great person. Just we're gonna miss him. This is a disappointment because obviously he's a huge part of the team, part of the success. Yeah. It is. Um, no, I mean it is. We're, we're gonna miss him. Christian, does that suggest that maybe there's more coming and that you know, a couple more you guys could go? I don't know. You know, that's a that's a high question, but I think anything's open now. You know. How difficult is it for you guys to know that he's also going across the aisle and? You know, to that team, that is pretty stacked and doing pretty well this season. We were, we were just talking about it. We are like, damn, we just sat through all our, our meetings, and he just heard all our hitters' meetings. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going over there now to catch against us. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, they have a great team, you know, and uh, gonna fit in well there. He's anywhere he goes, gonna fit in well. What are the Astros getting with Christian Vasquez? Like I said, they're getting a great player. Um, the guy that you know is gonna put everything he has in the game. You know, this guy's gonna go back there every night and catch and you know give it his all. When did you find out? When I was hitting in the cage and the guys, uh, they told me what happened, pretty much. See, does it, does it tell me out that, you know, you guys were in contention there for a while and nothing was done to help your roster and now they're taking it apart? Um, I don't know. Yeah, you know, yeah, but no, at the same time, you know, it's, it's a tough situation. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a GM. I don't have my GM hat. I don't know, like, you know, the whole situation of the franchise, of what the prospects they have, you know, their whole situation. All I know is that we have in the field, and I know our team is a good team enough to compete and a good enough team to be out there. Okay, so you guys have some additions in July. I mean, that could have made a difference, you know, what happened. Yeah, 100 percent. Um, you know, it was unfortunate we got all the injuries, honestly. Was it surreal? I mean, having him take BP, knowing he's going to be playing for that other team. I mean, how yeah. weird was that view? No, it is a weird feeling. We just kind of talk about it. I think it happened to Benny, right? Last week or whatever. Kansas City just walked right over. I think he's got the fifth all-time now, right? Of games caught behind the plate and everything. I mean, you got. There's only a handful of guys I feel like who can go back there and catch every game all season long. I mean, you're obviously you're gonna be battling through injuries and things like that. But I mean, he's able to go back there and gives it all every time out there. And I mean, he's definitely gonna be missed here and by the Red Sox. What did, the, what did the team show you the way they played tonight? Just kind of giving everything that passed before the game. No, yeah, I mean, uh, again, I feel like as a starter, you can go out there and kind of set the tone for the team, and I felt like I was able to do that. I felt like the Astros came out swinging, and I was able to kind of keep them off balance, and, uh, you know, the defense was able to pick me up on the plays, and uh, for us to be able to score there and get the lead, then I gave it up, but we were able to answer back. I mean, um, I feel like everybody did their job tonight. The bullpen was good, and then they were able to lock it down. And, um, you know, hopefully we're just going to be able to build off of this. And, I mean, it's, it's difficult to see guys like Vasky and Diekman go, and especially Vasky, you know, how much he's meant to us and uh, Red Sox. But we got to be able to – I mean, we understand it's part of the game, and we got to be able to turn the page, and we got to come out and win ballgames. Nick, can you allow yourself to think, you know, about the trading, about, you know, this could be your last start in this uniform and so on, or you can't? No, I mean, I, I'm aware of it, of course, but I try not to think about it. I feel like the more I think about it, the more of a distraction it becomes, not only to myself, but to the teammates. And, uh, I mean, we can speculate all we want, but until it happens, um, I try to, or that's all, you know what I mean? And until then, until I'm not, I'm not. And how was it in the clubhouse, you know, Christian saying goodbye? Could you, could you paint the picture for us? No, I mean, it, it's difficult because, like I said, I mean, especially Basquiat being a catcher and, you know, he relates to both sides, all the pitchers, all the off or, you know, the offense, the outfield, the infield, everybody, and uh, for him to leave. And, again, like I said, everything he's been able to accomplish over here with the Red Sox, fifth, um, fifth in the games caught and, you know, winning a World Series in 18, I mean, he means a lot to us. And, I mean, it's one of those friendships that's never going to, you know, be gone, even though he's not with us now. But, um, you know, it's definitely difficult having to say bye to him, especially as, I mean, I think, what, it was like 5.40 before the game. So, I mean, we were about to go over the Astros scouting report and get ready to um, go through all that. But, I mean, it's definitely difficult seeing him go. And, I mean, we still got tomorrow, so we don't know what's going to happen. Does it send a tough message to you guys? I mean, you're still within striking distance. Would the front office trade a player like that away? Yeah, I mean, uh 
yeah, I mean, it, it, it's difficult for us. But again, like I said, we got to come out here and do our job. And I mean, the guys we have, I mean, it's almost like the injuries that we've had to overcome. Um, you know, we're going to have to have guys, other guys step up and be ready to um, pick up the slack and be able to help us out. How did you find out, and what was was it to take by surprise? Um, I was, no, I mean, I was in there on the training table, and uh, Doogie was the one who came in, and he asked, he was like, Are we, and he just asked him, like, is it true, is it true? And he was like, what? You know, and trying to find out the information, and then he said, you know, Vasco was traded, and it's like, you got to wait and find out, and, you know, when the news broke, it, you know, it was true. So it's sad, and, uh, you know, but again, at the same time, you got to prepare and go out there, and you got to go out there and perform, and do your job. It's a tough one before you get ready for a start. Yeah, I mean, especially with, you know, you starting catcher behind the plate. And then, you know, like I said, we were about, to, we were going to go over the hitters at like 550, go over the Astros. And, you know, luckily I throw to plow a lot as well. So, you know, we were able to go over the game plan and, you know, uh, plotted a good job back there behind the plate. I feel like with a manager like uh, Alex, you know, he's going to be able to keep you guys focused mm -hmm. no matter what happens. Uh, for the rest of the season by 6 o'clock tomorrow? No, yeah, for sure. I mean, AC does a great job of making sure that we're prepared and then just reminding us, you know, of how good we are in here. I mean, obviously, Vasquez is a huge piece of this organization, you know, and everything that he was able to contribute to. But, uh, you know, again, you know, we got Plow and uh, all the other guys that are going to be able to fill in right there, and we've got Reese as well. So I don't know what role he'll be playing right away, but, um, you know, we're going to have other guys that are going to be joining the team and hopefully helping us, you know, contributing to win. Your, your GM talked to the media before, and he said that you, know, you guys are still poised maybe to make a postseason run, mm -hmm. additional changes that you made. How much do you want to be a part of that? No, I do. Um, I said it when I came over here in 18, I mean, one of the, you know, it's the greatest year that I've had and being able to win the World Series championship. But the part of me was like, I joined it. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to be a part of a World Series championship from the beginning to the end. I feel like there's a lot more meaning to it. I'm not saying that 18 didn't mean a lot, but um, um, obviously it did. But... You know, I'd love to stay here and uh, help us out, help us out to win. And, you know, I think we have a great, talented team and the starting staff. We're going to have other pieces joining us again and adding back to the team. And, again, we've had a lot of injuries, you know, and guys are coming back and starting to sit back into their normal positions and get the routine of things or get the um, reps and everything that they need to do to go out there and help us win ball games. As a veteran, you know that this, this time of year grows around every season. How hard is it to, to decipher between the business aspect and the personal aspect of it? I mean, I feel like there's it's always a business, you know what I mean, when it comes down to it at the end of the game. Uh, you know, you can do as much as you can, be as you know, great as a teammate and do all the right things. But, I mean, with that being said, you can also do the same thing with another organization. And uh, I understand about the business side of it. And, you know, they're looking to build and build not only this year, but the next and the next and the next. So, um, you just take, like, how you found out and, like, obviously you're, you're a key part of the... Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, weird day for sure. Um, but, yeah, it was, I found out right before batting practice. Um, not that anything was going on, I didn't know. Nothing was official yet. I just, AC told me I was catching. That was it. And then, uh, yeah. kind of, you know, you get, I haven't heard anything. You don't know where or what. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. So, so we're watching, and I, I saw at one point you put Yeah, I mean, it kind of. Was that when it trickled out, or did we didn't know? I didn't know for sure, but I, I mean, I don't know if he fully knew for sure. But I mean, he, I think he knew, but I th everything wasn't finalized yet, so he couldn't really tell me. But things kind of like, as word came out, I feel like to you guys, everybody kind of kept the crowd. Crowd kept getting bigger and bigger. Well, I saw Bogey like say something again. Where yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, I, 
but I didn't officially find out until we came back in here after PP, but I mean, I kind of had a feeling I was, I don't know where it was going or anything like that. Was, but you knew before BP you were catching? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, just a you know, weird day. I'm going to miss him. Um, share some good times together here. Um, you know, be walking with open arms and, and um, you know, we just wanted to catch winners every day. You know, whoever was in there and, and uh, we picked each other up and, and uh, prepared every day together and, and uh, you know, he'll be, he'll be a mess for sure. But, um, yeah, I wish him all the best and, and uh, you know, we, we had some good times last year. It was a fun ride. Uh, we're in a weird spot right now uh, as, a, as a group, but, you know, we'll, uh, we'll keep going, you know. We'll, uh, Is it, we'll talk about that if you can. I mean, it's, it's human nature, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like you say, well, we want to make the playoffs, but you trade a really good player. Yeah, yeah. No, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's a business. I know it's cliche and uh, and all that, but, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're here to play ball, and, you know, those decisions really we have no control over you know so all we can do is is go out there and compete with the you know 26 guys we got in here each and every night mm -hmm. and uh, you know and go and go and go for go for a win you know do you feel like like tonight you beat one of the best teams in the league it's, it is again a cliche but is a mess you want to send a message saying listen you know like we get it you traded mm -hmm. one guy but don't trade everybody yeah 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 i mean but yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, I mean, we're all just kind of ready for tomorrow at what is it, five o'clock? Yeah. To come and go, um, and and uh, you know, whatever team we've got in here, you know, we're gonna battle with, and, and uh, you know, keep competing and playing hard. You know, still in the hunt of it. You know, so we got something we can still accomplish. Uh, you know, whether, whether this is our group or, or those other subtractions and additions. You know, we'll just have to kind of. See, uh, see how things unfold, you know, and keep moving forward. The last thing is just Nate. I mean, like this is this is why everyone appreciates Nate, right? I mean, a game like today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he's he's unbelievable. I mean, catching him the last three years has been great. Um, he competes his, his tail off. Um, he, he's well prepared, and, and uh, you know he he wants the ball every fifth day, you know, and, and uh, that's what you want in a starter, and he attacks the lineup and, and goes, at it, goes at it and goes about it the right way, and that's what you want as a teammate and, and as, a, you know, as a competitor. I appreciate it.